The following program was paid for by the host. The views and opinions on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JBC Broadcasting, management, or its sponsors. Overdrive Radio. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome to Overdrive Radio's Car Advice Hour. Hello, 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 and welcome to Overdrive Radio. This is your host, Mike, and thank you for joining us again for another new and exciting episode. With me in the studio, as always, my co-host, Taryn, and our producer, Eric. What's up? Hey. Um, We really do have a great show for you today. Um, we're going to talk in the uh, car advice hour about a topic that I think uh, kind of uh, looms or is, or is looming over our head as, uh, you know, car owners and stuff. And um, and I think um, it's going to be very useful and I think uh, informative. We also have a very uh, special uh, episode in the entrepreneur uh, hour uh, coming up for you. We have a very... Uh, I, I, we have a great guest. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Absolutely. She's a criminologist. Yes, right? she is a criminologist. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. Watch out. Make sure you join us because <laughs> I'm telling you, I got some questions for her. <laughs> All right. So um, how are you, Taryn? I'm doing good. This was our first week of virtual school, so it was a little chaotic. Um a little, you know, a little sad, you know, happy but sad at the same time. You know, I sad. saw, well, I'll give you an example. I saw a mom, she posted a picture of her son sitting for his first day of kindergarten at his desk at home. And it's kind of, you know, it, it, she was like, she was like, you know, it makes me happy that he's able to start, but I'm also sad at the same time. So, you know, I have my one that was going into her first year of high school. So, it, you know, you kind of. You're glad to have the option. However, it's kind of sad at the same time. You kind of wish the kids, you know, were able to interact more. Um, But, you know, I read an article in Mexico. um, They have canceled school for the whole year. This year, really? Yeah, they canceled it for the whole year. However, about only 50% or they said 56% of households have internet. However, nine, and this is where I think it's extremely clever. Yeah. Over 90% have cable TV. Mm. So what they've done is they have taken teachers from every grade level and are creating courses and they're going to be streaming it on television 24 hours, seven days a week, wow. every grade level. And then that's yeah. how the kids are going to be able to listen. So, you know. Do you, do you realistically think the kids are going to um, sit down and listen? If the parents make them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, Look, even virtual school here, you really think a lot of these kids want to sit there and uh, do it unless the parents tell them to. Yeah, so, no, I agree. I mean, I, mean I, I I do see a difference this year versus last year because the last part of last year, I think it, it, it kind of came out of nowhere and the schools had to just, you know, wing it and kind of come up with it with a solution. Yeah. They didn't. I don't think they put a lot of. um uh, things in place to make sure that well, they the, couldn't. It was like the a kids scramble. are being held accountable for the stuff. So I think they did this year, though. Yeah, I mean, I know our school. I'm very pleased and proud of everything that they have done to kind of create a good environment for them virtually. Yeah, you know, it is. You know, it's going to be a unique year for everybody. 
I agree. I agree. I'm just about sick and tired of this. So, um, this pandemic thing. So, <laughs> wow, 2020. I'm just about done. Let's I was not expecting it. Move on, and <laughs> I know this 20, this 2020. I'm like, let's, you know, I'm I'm done with this year. Is it uh, Christmas yet? Not yet. <laughs> A little bit longer. A little bit longer. Okay. Well. You know, we have, um, let's cheer everybody up. Yeah, we have a very like, great topic that we, yeah, we really do, actually. <laughs> a really good well, topic. You know, and I do want to mention that uh, Overdrive Radio Car Advice Hour is powered by Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, Florida. You can visit us at universaltireandauto.com. We don't just handle customer cars. We handle fleets. We handle diesels. We had a food truck in the other day. We handle <laughs> Pizza truck. I know. So. Yeah, that's a pretty big truck, too. And we have free pickup and delivery, which is not something that you see very often. It's complimentary in around a, what is it, a 10-mile radius? Mm, about 5 to 10-mile 5 to 10-mile radius. So, yeah, we'll come pick up your car if you're at work. Take care of what needs to get taken care of. If there's a question, if there's a problem, we always will videotape it, you know, send it to you via, like, a FaceTime or something like that. Pictures, whatever, in order for you to see what's going on with your vehicle. Yeah, I mean... You know, it, it's, it, it goes along the same way. Sadly, we've been given a lot of lemons this year. So, <laughs> you, but, know, you know, in I love the lemonade. Lemons, yeah, no, so, I want to say. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of water. With the lemons that everybody has been given, and I want to say this, and I really want to give a big shout out to the business owners. They have pivoted. They have leaned towards solutions. Improved. That I have never seen. I necessities, mean, it's just been pretty incredible. Necessity is the mother of invention. That's all I can say. Yep. Okay, so anyhow, and and honestly, part of of our topic today, in part, um, kind of, you know, kind of leans back on this COVID thing, but um, in part, in part, because up until 2019, and I had a conversation with one of our customers is telling me, he's saying, you know, people nowadays are holding on to their cars a little bit longer, and I kind of really hadn't thought about it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I think he was referring to... Um, the COVID thing. So, you know, I went and did my research and in, in 2019, um, the average age of the car on the road today was 11.8 years or 12 years. So, um, you know, starting states like Montana was 16.3. Um, I think Vermont was the le- the least and it was 9.7 years, which 9.7 years is still, you know, I mean, I remember... 20 one, years ago, that that was a pretty long time for One a car. of my cars is 17 years old. Yeah, yeah. How, I mean, well, again, a, a, lot average, of, a lot of things have been fixed. Average means yeah. um, you also work at an auto repair well, shop. Well, exactly. That's what I, I, I need to preface <laughs> yeah. it by saying, yeah, every little, so, you know, creak and issue gets fixed. It gets fixed immediately, fast, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> again, um people are just holding on to their cars longer. And that was prior to COVID. So now, in my opinion, I would say the next three years, God help the new car sales. That's all I can say. Um, which will mean that in about three years time, I think the average car on the road will be about 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So I figured, well, you know, what are things that we can do uh, to help our listeners keep or make their cars last longer or keep their cars on the road longer. So, yeah. And, you know, you're going to hear some of these things and you're going to say, seriously. And believe me when I tell you, 
Um, <laughs> some Let of these guess, things are I, really, really guess, common sense. Can I guess the first one? Please. The first one I'm going to guess you're going to say. By the way, she's not seen this. So. I have not seen the list. I promise no. you I'm sitting across no. from him and I cannot. And it's see on it. my laptop. Nobody else <laughs> seen it except me. <laughs> yeah. I suspect it is carbon air filters that you need to change those often. That's actually number two. Ha ha. There you go. <laughs> number one, I'm not number sure. Number one is maintain your car's battery. Because remember something, your car's battery's job is to store electricity. And without it, your car's not starting. So a person might say, okay, maintain my car battery. What the heck would that mean? Okay. Well, a few things. Number one, um, if it's a serviceable type battery, I recommend you go to YouTube or something like this and find out how to maintain like the fluid that's in there. So when you mean a serviceable battery, because I've actually never heard that before. Serviceable uh, battery mean? means it's got a top that you can pop off. Okay. There's a lot of batteries pop off and, and add more fluid. If you add fluid, add distilled water only. Do not get it from the tap, please. So how would I know if I'm sitting here listening to you right now, how do I know if I have a serviceable battery? You look at the battery and if the top of it has two caps, uh -huh. two long caps, um, that means those are caps that are you can pop them off and maintain those batteries have six cells in them. So every cap will have three holes, literally. Okay. That's got water in it. Um, to maintain it, what you do is you pop the cap off, get some distilled water. You can buy it from Walmart, Walgreens, whatever. I yeah, mean, any anywhere. store really gets them, yeah. sells them, and they're really cheap. It's just buy all the water. Yeah, but don't do it, please, before finding out that, number one, your car's battery serviceable, because a lot of them are sealed units. They just so, have absolutely nothing on them. And you could pop over to your automotive repair shop and ask them just, yeah, or is you, my car you serviceable them? or not? Like, but, but see, it's, it's based on what is put inside of your car, so it's not really based a on word, what type of car it is, yes, right? A word to the wise. That stuff <laughs> that is um, in your battery is acid. Be very, very careful. So what I would do is I would have some gloves on. Uh, the type of gloves that are don't wear, um, you know, latex gloves or plastic gloves or something, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. Try to get some, some, uh, the kind of gloves that are kind of leathery, hard material that you can actually, that'll protect your hand. Obviously, if that's an issue, bring it to your auto repair shop or the service, uh, the person that services your vehicle and have them service it for you. You know, one time I was traveling and I had a battery issue. Yeah. Took me forever to figure out it was under the back seat. Yes. I mean, yes. and your Buick absolutely is on the back seat. I had always known a battery to be in the hood. Under the hood. Under the hood. <laughs> in the hood. Took That's forever. Um, I agree. I mean, you know, not all, you know, there's, there are batteries now that are in a trunk. There are batteries. Chrysler had this phenomenal idea. Uh, you got to remove the, um, usually the passenger side tire, then remove the wheel well. The plastic cover that actually protects the engine compartment okay. from the wheel, and then the battery sits right there. So, so it's like it, it, when we go to the to a customer and uh -huh. say, "Mr. Customer, your battery is this much," but I got to charge you a hundred dollars because it's an hour to replace your battery. 
And the customer looks at me like I got two heads. Yeah. and and he says, well, no, the battery sits right up top. And you go, really? Show me. <laughs> Nonetheless, no matter where your battery is in your vehicle, if yeah. you pop open the hood, you'll still have access to a positive and negative charge. Terminals. To terminals, terminals. To charge. Terminals or jump start to charge to jumpstart yes, your car. Yes. That was my That's what Because, see, that is what got us when my car, because it. Like I said, I was out of town. Mm-hmm. It was in a park. It was years ago. I'm talking years ago. Yeah. Years before Universal. And in a parking lot. And I even remember a lady stopped and she, you know, back then she, you had little access to your phone in terms of internet. And she <laughs> yeah. was trying to look it up on YouTube yeah. as because we could see the positive and negative terminals. But we're like, where is the battery? Yes. Couldn't find the battery. So If you can't find a battery under the hood... Most likely, it's under the back seat or in the trunk. However, for Chrysler vehicles, most of them um, are going to be under the wheel well. You sound either. so sad about it. It's not. It's such a pain <laughs> in the you know what because we have to go to the customer and say, "Mr. Customer," because nine times out of ten, the customer comes in and says, "Where's my my FM battery?" And you go. <laughs> Uh, what are you driving? Oh, okay. Uh, it's probably in the wheel well. What's a wheel well? Well, you know that plastic cover that's like right on top of the uh, tire? And they go, yeah. Uh, you got to remove that to get to it. Who the heck came up with that idea? <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> so um, anyhow, in that situation, please leave leave the battery alone. Um, you know, you're going to have to remove the tire, whatever. Just, just you know. Uh, have your service person, whether it be at a shop or a person that does the work on your car, have them do uh, do that for you. Um, again, for jump starting vehicles, every single car will have a positive post and a negative post somewhere under the hood. You just got to find it. And the positive one will have a red cap on it. The negative one will have a black cap on it. Let's say you don't find the negative one. The engine itself is a ground. You so just have anywhere to on the, the engine. Positive. Yes. The positive is the most important. Which thing. I highly recommend go out to your cars and check under the hood to make sure you know where there's, those are because you don't want to find in the middle of a rainstorm or wherever, you know, last Sadly, when does it really it happen? When do you get in an emergency? Know, in a, when in you're an emergency or when you're traveling or something silly and whatever. And then, you know, you end up getting stranded. And that's what we're really trying to prevent. So, all right. We, we got to take a break and then we'll come back and see if Taryn uh, was right on with her uh, guess. I believe I was. <laughs> Florida Man Radio. Like hanging out with the boys in the shop, we're talking cars and a whole lot more. Overdrive Radio. Welcome back to Overdrive Radio. This is your host, Mike. And Overdrive Radio is brought to you by Universal Tire and Auto, home of the Buy 4 Tires. Get a free alignment. All right. So before the break, uh, Taryn had a guess. And um, I did. Um, one of so, the things to make your uh, yeah. car last longer, you said. Uh, yeah, trying to keep your car lasting longer. So the first one that you said before the break was about keeping your battery running. Maintained. Maintained and yes. all that good stuff. Tested, make sure yeah. it's good, all that good stuff. And when it does go where you have to jump it, 
get it replaced, get it taken care of as soon as possible. Yeah. A lot of times what happens is that battery starts to short out inter- internally. And what it does, it makes that alternator or the charging system work harder than it should. Mm-hmm. And then instead of just the price of a battery, now you, you add three $400 for that alternator, it becomes a major repair. Exactly. So. so before we talk about the next item, I do want to mention that later in the show, we're going to give away three oil changes. Ooh. So it's going to be by text. So you got to have a either a pen and paper ready or have your phone ready to be able to take down that phone number. All right. So I think it's, what did I say? It was changing the um, filter Yeah. when you get oil um, changes. Okay, so then the second item to make your car last longer is definitely changing the filters. Um, you've got an air filter, you've got a cabin air filter, which is for the AC system. It, so it's also an air filter, but it's the air filter that actually filters the air that you're breathing inside the car. So if you've got allergies, please once a year. That's a good thing. If if you don't have allergies, um, you want to breathe good air once a year. <laughs> just, you know, for the heck of it. If you want to be neglectful, just twice, I mean, once every two years. Um, the uh, engine air um, filter is is such an important thing. I remember one of my friends one day um, uh, made the comparison of uh, an, an, an engine, a clogged up engine air filter, which by the way, it, it only, you know, engine air filters are supposed to be replaced um, once a year or every 15,000 miles. Maximum 15,000 miles. Now, if you live in a um, in a rural area, in in a dusty area, in uh, you know on a farm, then it's definitely more frequent. Um, so it's shorter in- interval. Um, the reason being is the filter literally just takes out the contaminants or the dust and everything else off the air and allows your engine to clean, uh, uh, you know, uh, to breathe clean air. Uh, the problem is if that engine air uh, filter is clogged up, it's like uh, a friend of mine said once, it's like trying to run with <laughs> with your nose full of snots. <laughs> That's a gross example. You can't. It's a gross example. However, it's true. You can't hardly breathe because, you know, it, it's clogged up. So, yes, have your air filter checked now, and checked when you get, regularly. When you get an oil change, do you have your filter changed? Not every single time you have to have your oil filter changed, yes, but not the air filter. The air filter, like I said, about once a year, um, once every year and a half at the most. So two separate items. Oil changes have the oil filter. Yes, that has to be changed every single time. It's totally I separate I get people from... all the time asking me that. You know, why do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, what do I think? No, oil and filter change, period, end of story. Um, the, the third point, it's actually all the way at the bottom, but I'm going to bring it up now since we're talking about oil changes, do not be skimpy on the kind of oil that you use in your car. Assuming that you do the oil change yourself or you take it somewhere. If your car is above a certain mileage, I say, they say 60,000 or 70,000. I say personally a hundred thousand. If it's over a hundred thousand, get high mileage oil change. It's, it's formulated better than the regular oil uh, that you're going to use. And people ask me the same question. I don't want to say stupid, but the same question <laughs> over and over again. Oil is oil. What are you talking about? It's not the oil. It's the additives that are in the oil that makes the oil suitable for whatever it is. It's the same thing. There's as two you- types of oil, synthetic oil 
Yeah. And well, now three, sorry. Synthetic oil blend, which is a blend of synthetic and regular oil. And of course, obviously the, um, you know, the third kind is the regular oil, which is the oil that comes out of the ground. It's refined. Look, it's the same thing as if you buy, you know, there's mozzarella cheese and then there's mozzarella cheese. Of course. There are steaks and then there are steaks. Yes. You know what I mean? Higher the quality, the better the food. I mean, you know, you can go to, and I, I don't want to mention any particular restaurant, but you can go to a restaurant and say, oh, ribeye steak for $5. Really? Well, I buy the, the pound at Publix for, and it's pretty good ribeye for what, $12, $13 a pound? So how did you, Mr. Restaurant, do it for $5? You go in there and eat it, and you're like, oh, my God, now I know how. It's horrible quality. It's all about quality. Same thing for, you know, cosmetics for women. Everything has quality to it. Yeah. I'm sure a L'Oreal is different than, you know. <laughs> like that, a L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> than, a, than a, you know, than a whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's not brand. Good I'm, try, I'm trying to think of another brand. I just don't know. I, you know, L'Oreal, everybody knows L'Oreal because it's on... <laughs> you know, their commercials are praying all the time. So it's it do not be skimpy on the oil. Uh and and whatever you do, do not use, do not say, Oh, my car's old. Um, I know it calls for synthetic, but you know what? It's too old. I'm just gonna use regular oil. Oh, I'm gonna use synthetic blend because it's that, cheaper. The older it gets, the do more not, you gotta take care of thank it. Thank you. Exactly. So. Do not do that. Please use whatever your car manufacturer specifies. And for whatever um, uh, increment it specifies it for. Like, for example, um, some manufacturers will say use premium synthetic. Again, there's cheapo synthetic <laughs> and there's premium synthetic. I know people are going to say, oh, my God, what's that? And why is difference? And why is there so many oil? We'll try being a shop and having to carry 100 different flavors, <laughs> you know, because I get that all the time. People say, oh, my God, do I really have to? You know, 20 years ago, it used to be just 10W30 and that's it. All cars took it and whatever. Well, I remember because I had a shop 20 years ago. And guess what? Um, one big tank, 10W30. They came in, filled it up once a week. All the cars took it no issues, and then all of a sudden, GM came up with 5W30, and then it went off from there. Yeah. 5W20, et cetera. Um, don't think for a second you're preaching to the, in other words, you're preaching to the choir. Don't think for a second that we, we like that because us shops, have we have to carry that inventory, and that inventory means money. So we have to shell out that money and store it to make sure that we're following the right guidelines. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this, and, and this has happened to me personally. Um, one of, uh, it was a new kid, we were training him. This was maybe about seven or eight years ago. Um, on a Honda Civic, I will never forget this. Um, we, uh, Honda Civics take 5W20. And the kid, I don't know what it is. He didn't find the 520. He found 530, misread it. Whatever it was, mm -hmm. he put 530 in the car. And he went to start the car, and the car won't start. Then he came to me. Oh, I didn't do anything. I'm just, you know, a 17, 18-year-old kid um, just, just out of trade school. So he, he doesn't know any different. So would you put in full oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah which one 
So he points to it, and I'm like, that's 530, man. Why don't you put 520? So we, we drained it out of the car. So here's me, lost five quarts that I paid for. He puts 5W20, we crank it, you could hear it trying to engage. By the time the oil kind of circulated through it, it fired right up. That's why I'm saying to you, do not use the wrong kind of oil. Now, again, most shops know this because shops, we've, we've been bit by stuff like this before. Um, but again, please use, do not get skimpy on the oil. Please, 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 please don't skimp out. I mean, um, just use the correct oil. All right. Now, the 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 next point is, is kind of a, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Okay, let me see if I can guess this one. Give me an idea. Are we talking about the tires? Are we talking about the car? I'm talking about you as a driver. <laughs> no, not you. As, you know, no, you the driver meaning. The okay. driver. What do you always say whenever I come with, to, with you in a user user error? User 90% error, yeah. Of the time now, she'll come in and she's error. like, um, this, this computer program that you just bought does not work. And I'm like, well, let me look. <laughs> um, you're supposed to do this. Oh. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Well, that's called a user error. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was having that issue, remember that, with the car. I have one that's oh, like yeah, keyless, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kept complaining that the car is taking a really long time to start. She just got start. her first car they checked that's keyless. It, they checked it, they checked it, and I kept complaining, it is not starting fast. And yeah. every time Mike would get in it, anybody else, they would get perfectly fine. Then, one day, Mike said, Taryn, look, you touch, touch, start. I had been holding the buttons down. I had been holding That's the, one. The, the gas, the breakdown. That's the first thing. The, okay, listen. If you have a touchless, uh, or I'm sorry, not a touchless, a uh, keyless uh, starting system in your car, here's what you do. You get inside the car. That thing is in your pocket. You put it in, in, in the thing next to you, whatever. Yeah. Put your foot on the brake and touch the starting button. Remove your foot off the brake and the car will start by itself. Do not hold the button down. Do not hold your foot on the brakes. Don't do anything. It's a simple process. I know. Very simple process. I know. I know. I know. You're 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 used to just holding it down until it starts and then letting go of it. Yeah. That's yeah. It's a completely different system. Okay. So the next point is again. I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Um. The first portion of it is drive smoothly. Well, most of the time. Drive as smooth as you can. Don't yeah. just accelerate, decelerate, jump in and out of lane, hit the brakes, go up to the car in front of you, hit the brakes, whatever. Every time my dad drives with me, he goes, what are you, Mario Andretti? <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. I'm telling you, I like, I'm, I'm baffled because I'll be driving and this person behind me is like flying and I'm going, oh my God. And they'll come right up to my bumper and, you know, get out of the way. So I get out of the way and I look and it's a, you know, it's a young lady and I'm going, my God, they're, <laughs> what's going on in this world? They're, you know, uh, women are driving worse than men now. Hey. They're in a hurry worse than men. Um, so baby the brakes probably also. Baby the car, the car. Don't, you know, don't Mario Andretti it. <laughs> so, so that's the first part of it. However, the second part of the car, uh, the second part of the, um, uh, of this point is that, well, it's kind of a two portion. Um, the first portion of it is when you when you start from 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 stop, like you're stopped at a traffic light. Okay. Don't floor it. Start slow. However, and here's the part where you're gonna think I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, is that every now and again the car needs to be floored. 
but but you have to and and people will say to me what do you mean it needs to be full exactly. uh, okay well it doesn't it actually is good for, for cars for you to take them out to the highway maintain speeds 65 70 miles an hour uh, don't go any higher than that it's against the law <laughs> so 70 miles an hour maintain it for f you know 20 miles 30 miles whatever and the reason being is what you're doing is you're actually cleaning out that engine cleaning out that exhaust system cleaning out that catalytic converter in one of the biggest symptoms we um we used to have in cars is what i and the people before me used to call uh the um the old lady syndrome and what that is is uh she has a car the old lady has a car. She uses it twice a week or three times a week. Once to the hairdresser, once to church, and once to the grocery store. So the car barely has a chance to warm up, and it gets to her destination and stops, and vice versa on the way home. What ends up happening in that car, you start getting a lot of buildup inside of it. So when you run a five-gas analyzer on it, it fails on Knox every single time. And what Knox is, it's a byproduct of the of of um, of heat. And hold on a second. What do you mean heat? What that means is the burning process is running inside the engine is running way too hot. I mean, in some situations, I've seen it melt the inside of the, the engine because it's got so much carbon buildup inside and that carbon buildup increases the temperature very high. So what I'm trying to say to you is that what gets rid of that, what we used to do with with these cars is we put um, stuff inside of them in the in the five ga- to to get them to pass a five gas analyzer test is we would put cleaners inside solvents that eats up the um, uh, the carbon buildup, and then take the car out and drive it you know, 20 miles on it of say 70, 80 miles an hour. Some States are 75. So, So, uh, and, and maintain that speed for 20 miles, 15 miles, come back, run it on the five gas analyzer. And what do you know? But what a great, what a great idea right now for a road trip, especially like take is, let's say you work from home. Mm -hmm. You're not going out a lot. You might go to the grocery store. You might go to the gym and that's about it. Take it out for a road trip on the weekend. Absolutely. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, again, start slow. But every now and again, hey, don't be afraid to, you know, once a month, take that trip, man. Take, um, you know, um, see how fast that car can go. <laughs> Not At too fast, limit. though. At the speed <laughs> limit, yes. <laughs> Someone's going to say, oh, Mike told me to see how fast it can go. No, 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 no. Speed limit, people. Okay, so we got to take a break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about use it or lose it. Straight talk about cars and maybe a little more. Overdrive Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Overdrive Radio. This is your host, Mike, and with me in the studio is my co-host, Taryn. How are you? I'm doing good. Oh, good. Okay, so um, uh, you want to give away some money, don't you? I know you're aching, aren't you? <laughs> I want to give away more stuff at the shop. Okay, so we got a good an oil change giveaway 
uh, if you don't know, Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood. We are across from South Seminole Hospital. We're on 434, kind of in between Highway 1792 and I always I-4. tell people right next to Little Caesars, people know uh, stomach things better than anything else. <laughs> you know, food. <laughs> Give me okay. some food. Okay, we're right next to Little Caesars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so a giveaway, oil change, whatever your vehicle takes, we will give it to you for free. So if it's full synthetic, you'll get full synthetic. Yeah. Uh, and that's just for listening to us, guys. Yeah, so absolutely. Not, yeah, just so, a way to say thank you. So you have to have either a pen and paper ready, your phone ready. I'm going to give you a phone number, and you're going to text oil change, and the oil num- change, that's boring. Okay, give me a new promo code. We go through this every single week. I know, don't we? We really do. It was Crazy Mike last week, and somebody won. All right, we're going <laughs> to... Somebody there called me crazy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. All right, um, you know what? Just, just write... Um, I don't know why we have to... <laughs> we concentrate way too much on that promo don't code. Don't we? Yeah, I know. I All know, right, know. so... While Mike's thinking of the promo code, let me give you the phone I was going to say last number. longer, but I said, <laughs> no, let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, car, car, something. Car. I'm getting that I know. out of this. Okay. We're going to do. Oh, change. <laughs> oh, change it is. Okay. Are you, are you guys still with us here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Okay. So free oil change at Universal. The phone number is 407 407- Nine nine five nine six six five. The promo code is oil change. Again, that number is four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five. So get your free oil change. We'll take the first three people that send us a text message. Mike, what's the number again? Four zero seven nine nine five nine six six five. You're trying to test me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I got it written down, baby. <laughs> All right. So let's finish up this topic. Well, we're not going to be able to finish up this topic because my research yesterday, you know, I did. I, I really shortened it down to 21 points. But we're going to I know Taryn's going to post it up for you guys so you can you can listen to it or look at it, read it um, yeah. and hopefully take uh, whatever from it. But I'm going to try to kind of skip through and, and get some some major points out there. First of all, um, use it or lose it. If you've got something like AC, for example, AC is one of those things that if you don't use it, you lose it. It will leak out. It will have problems. You using the system, you're basically taking that oil from inside that compressor and spreading it out through the system. So you're going to lubricate everything. You don't. All the connecting joints are O-rings and rubber and stuff like that. They're going to dry out, crack, and they're going to leak. Don't do that. Please use the air conditioning every now and again. By the way, you can use it and have the temperature on hot if you want to, if you're in a, one of the northern states and it's in the middle of the winter. Or you can use, again, the defrogger. That's part of the air conditioning cycle. Okay, the second thing is the regular maintenance. And and with regular maintenance, I'm going to tell you this. Don't let people, because I've had people come in and say, um, this place I went to, they told me my car's got 60,000 miles. I need to do my timing belt. And I go, what's your car again? And they'll tell me. And I'm like, no, that car's 105,000. Are you sure? Um, my, I'm almost positive. And I'll go look it up and the car's at 105,000 miles. So this guy's got another 45,000 miles to think about doing a big job. Yeah. But at least 
you know, he's got a couple of years, three years maybe to get his money together um, to figure out this big job and see if he even wants to keep the car that long. So again, uh, make sure the only way to get the right information. Again, you come to my shop, you come to me, I tell you something, go do your research. Don't believe anybody. What was it? I, uh, somebody was asking me this the other day. What is it? Uh, believe half what you hear and uh, no, uh, half what you see and, and none of what you hear. <laughs> half what you see and none of what you hear. Something. I don't know. Oh, well, you know, on one of my, because you know I like to watch all those murder CSI shows. Dun, it dun, is. Dun. <laughs> they always say, um, I, what is it? I believe you, but I have to verify it. Like the CSI yeah, people, absolutely. like they take the information, but they're like, I still yeah, got to yeah. verify it. You know, it's not about belief or not belief, especially when it comes to scientific stuff like yeah. this. Your best bet, your best friend is going to be your owner's manual. And your owner's manual is not going to steer you wrong. They're going to tell you what the manufacturer, when the manufacturer thinks you need to replace your spark plugs, replace the fluids. By the way, every fluid in that car is just like your oil. It has an expiration date. Not only your oil is only good for so many miles or for so long in time, like a period of time, all the other fluid in your car carries the same thing. It's made, it has an expiration date. So, okay. Period, so end of story. A lot of the information, it could overwhelm people in that they are like, Oh my gosh, I don't know where to start, where to begin. I may not have kept a great record of what I've done, what I haven't done. What can they do? That's why two things. Number one, go to a reputable shop that'll have records of everything they've ever done. Number two, and it's more important, have your uh, owner's manual be your best friend as far as your car is concerned. You know, I've seen- And then- Okay, go ahead. What we do for customers that are- very, 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 um, I don't like using that word, very uh, particular about their car and they like to keep immaculate records, not just receipts and, mm-hmm. and our computer system and all that stuff, is we actually go through the service pages and stamp it for them and sign it and date it and do all that good stuff. This way, if this person has a a problem, they go back to the manufacturer and say, look, I've done my part, honor your warranty. The manufacturer does not have a leg to stand on to deny your claim. I've seen people keep their records with little books in their glove compartment. So every time they go to the shop, they write it down. You know what my mom does? Because she checks up on you guys. Oh, I know. She, Whenever my mom comes into the shop and she leaves, she's like, I don't see it on Carfax yet because she checks and makes sure that it's yep. on Carfax all the work that she gets done. Yes. So, and it does. It does. It just takes it, like it a shows. Day. It's a day. It takes a couple of days. I mean, it reports <laughs> in a days, day and then another day for them does. to process and then yeah. the third day for it to go but up. But you should. You, yeah. you should do that. Make, Absolutely. Don't assume Be that the shop your own has done advocate. everything. Exactly. Be your own advocate. Just like with medical stuff. You should always keep your medical records. Absolutely. You should always keep copies of your tests. Keep folders and, and yeah. Two more things that I want to, we only got two minutes, so I'm going to rush through this. Two more things that I think they're silly, stupid. 99% of us don't think of it, but they help tremendously. Number one, keep the car covered. What does that mean? You got a port, park it under the port. You got a uh, garage, clean up that darn garage and get the car inside. 
because believe me when I tell you the damage the sun does or the elements do to your car is far worse than anything else that can be done, especially in Florida. So keep it covered. Number two, keep the weight down. I see people that have stuff in their car for a month that shouldn't be there for a month. You take it, transport it, or buy it. Don't leave it in your car. <laughs> Lessen that weight. You're overworking the steering, the suspension, the um, uh, shocks and struts and everything else in the car. So basically, Mike is saying clean out your trunk. Yes, please. Keep the car clean. <laughs> All right. Well, um, and then lastly, but not least, please, please, please check the air in your tire so you can make those tires last longer. Okay. Here comes uh, the entrepreneurs in overdrive. Join us. We have a criminologist. Talk to you in a minute. 